fuck. You must really like Halloween. You mean Samhain? What? Samhain, also known as All Hallows Eve, also known as Halloween. Predating Christianity, the Celtic holiday was celebrated on the one night between autumn and winter when the barrier between the living and the dead was thinnest and often involved rituals that included human sacrifice. I like your eye patch. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. That O is very important. Third cousin removed that was <laughs> married to the second sister in West Virginia. I've always known that you had no soul. Stick that in there somehow. Uh, only take that out of context. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. This is episode 360. I'm sorry, I'm just so I'm just just completely thrown off there. Just it, Sam? Really? Nothing? It's a Halloween Nothing. movie. Just really? I, I know. I, I just I was I I I was so bored I didn't think of my brain kind of turned itself off and hasn't turned itself back on. No, okay. That's so fine. yeah. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Here we go. We're off to a good start. The greater good. The greater good. The greater good or something. Oh, you could do it like uh, there, Brian. There, there was there wasn't really any kind of voice or any kind of weird thing in this you yeah. know maybe i could breathe really hard yeah. or act like i've got <laughs> asthma and that's about the only thing yeah no, that, that i could think of right no that's fair no it's like crazy breathing heavily yeah 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 i, I could roll I around a really squeaky wagon and, and say for the greater good but yeah that's about it i think the heavy breathing thing would probably turn some people off the show they might be like oh no yeah. i don't think I'll... no no yeah i don't like that yeah stop it Stop. Yeah. Stop. Okay. So, Stop. so the greater good. That's it. This is the show for the greater good. This is episode 360. 360. And today we're talking about trick or treat. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Like Toys R Us. And not the original one, right? We're doing the, the new one. Oh, there's an original? Wait. There, there, there's another trick or treat movie with uh, Ozzy Osbourne. I believe it was. Yeah. What the what? Like an old one. Okay. Yeah, dude. That, that one is trick or treat. This was trick or treat. Yeah. Take out oh, the... So that, that O is very important. It yeah. is very important. <laughs> All right. The O is very important. All right. So, but but everybody watched the er, right? The er. Yes, the-er. I did. Yeah. I the R. Yeah. Er, okay. R, yeah. Yeah, I kept doing R, too. I was I was talking like a pirate earlier today for that, that same joke. <laughs> All right, nice. so I am Sean yes. Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew, Killing People... Uh, whew, I'm going to start over. <clears throat> Andrew, Killing People with Toy Vampire Teeth seems difficult, Jimison. Well, but I can kill peepers with those toy vampire teeth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I only liked peeps. Yeah, they're the worst. They're the worst candy ever invented. I'm so glad oh. to hear someone else say that. I don't like. I them like peeps. peeps. I love them. And, I'm and sorry, you I do. would. No, here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Have you ever had a wait, 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 wait? Have you ever gone camping and had a s'more used a peeps for the for the marshmallow? God no. Why would you oh, destroy a s'more? Cow. It is so good. It is so good. 
My, Did you just roll a, roll a marshmallow in sugar and be the same thing? Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, I mean, it creates it's not sugar though. It's it's mm. it's some sort of chemically flavored. It tastes like you're licking batteries. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's that bad, but I I'm not that far off. It's so funny. So my father-in-law, he loves peeps, right? Like that's his big treat. But what he likes to do is he'll open the package and then just set them aside for four days. Oh, just to get them all, just to get them all hard. He and, likes the crunch. He wants them to be downright <laughs> crunchy. It's like his thing. <laughs> That's so weird. I've he, never tried them like that. I might he, have to try that. Yeah, he wants them one step away from breaking dental work. Like that's what he likes. To. <laughs> and like, and that's the joke he says too. So I'm not like um, attributing that to him. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, maybe maybe you could like get a Halloween version, put it on a stick, and then after you take a bite of it, you could kill somebody with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Like a popsicle. Uh, Sam, what? how many kids did that principal kill that night, Vector? <laughs> and you know what? I'm, I'm a little disappointed because Andrew completely stole my thunder because I was so going to take a piece of hard candy and, and bite it down and, and lick it down till it had a very fine edge. And then slowly cut off your head with it. Okay, so that's how that's how uh, people in prison ended up stabbing people with like Jolly Ranchers and stuff. That's that, why they don't is, allow that's how them works. to have hard candy. Yeah, that's like a real thing. Is it really? Wow, can't have. Yeah, Jolly well, no, I can imagine. Have you ever had a um, candy cane? Or in middle school, right? And 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 you 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 suck on the end of the candy cane and it makes a dagger, and then you accidentally pierce your tongue on it. Oh yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, oof. Yeah, it'll it'll cause you to bleed. Now, did this piece of candy in this movie look like it would be sharp enough? No. But no. we'll go there. No. I mean, it looked like it would break like actual candy would. But anyway, yeah. it's fine. And, it's a horror movie. Candy. And joining us, making his Cheap Seat Reviews debut, and he is a legitimate filmmaker, and I encourage him to drop as many names as possible while recording <laughs> this episode, Matt... <laughs> feels the most sympathy for the camera crew, Kaiser. That's correct, <laughs> yes. So, what, Matt, would there, be, would there be blood splatter on the, on the crew in some of these scenes, you think? Oh, no, sometimes. Like, when I, before I worked on crew, like, I worked at, like, rental warehouses with, with like, the Griffin Electric gear, and we would get, like, rags, flags, and, like, some stuff back, and there would be, like, legit blood splatter on them. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, same same thing happened to me when I was filming pornos. <laughs> You're there. I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even want to know. <laughs> so so Sam, I, I have to I have to jump in here. So the western that we did that I filmed, um, where I was boom operator, the yeah. the hero. Did you work with horses? We did work with horses, and yeah. this is where the joke is going to come in. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just wondering, you know, when you work with horses. Well, let me ask you, Matt. Matt, when you work with horses, where do you put the boom? I've yet to work with a horse, so I do not know. Oh wow! We did a when we did a western up in uh, Maggie Valley, North Carolina. We actually filmed at the Ghost Town theme park up there. If anyone's listening that knows what that is, that's we filmed a western there. And I was told by the um, the animal wrangler. You know how if you've worked on a set with an animal, you have an animal wrangler there. They're basically there to make sure that you don't abuse the animal. And she told me that if you're gonna you know, use the boom mic, you do it low when you're near a horse because they, horses don't like things flying over their heads. Mm. And so that's a story I told 
400 episodes ago on this podcast and ever since then <laughs> Sam just loves to bring up boom under the horn <laughs> it's important to know the co- you know we yeah. gotta know where we're going with it's that a, hey by now we've we've really saved somebody's career that's been booming a right? western yeah yeah, yeah. I mean Truly. all those those western boom operators yeah, mostly Italian crews, if I remember right. Legit, Sam. Legit. That was that boom under the horse came on episode fifteen. <laughs> Days of Thunder, episode fifteen. Days of Thunder. Is Why titled... did we talk about it on Days of Thunder? What horses were in that movie? I don't know. Somehow I brought up that I worked on a movie. <laughs> boom under the horse is well, the, the okay. April twenty sixth, two thousand fourteen. Big teeth, maybe that's what it was. He's got that one tooth right under his nose that isn't centered. Yeah, you're right. It's not. Big that, no, it is centered. Teeth. Yeah, yeah, big tooth. Yeah. Anyway, enough of, of yeah. shaming. But no, back to my the, the the. So we were filming this thing, and so the, the one of the characters gets shotgunned, like a full shotgun blast, and so they put four of those squib packs on her back, so that when it blew out, it would actually hit the camera, and it got all over my jacket. So I mean, for the rest uh, of the movie. I, I constantly had like blood splatter all over my jacket. It was just no, eh, whatever, it's fine. So and it does not wash out. No, yeah, I, I heard like on uh, Evil Dead, the, the first one, Bruce Campbell, like he obviously he would be like acting and doing crew because it's like you know one of the epitomes of indie films. And on the ride back to it from set, he'll ride in the back of a truck so blood doesn't get in the tr- in the truck. In the truck, <laughs> I'm just covered in blood, chilling. You know, people passing by. <laughs> <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah. Imagine going to like the local restaurant and he's covered in all that stuff and he's just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so this yeah. is a movie, 2007's Trick or Treat, <clears throat> starring well, a bunch of people. Uh, this isn't really, doesn't really have a lead. Uh, this just stars uh, people like Anna Paquin and Brian Cox and Dylan Baker and. A bunch of other people that I don't know. Okay. Uh, Leslie Bibb, she's also in it too. So, Leslie Bibb. And which one was she? She's the blonde at the very beginning of the movie. She's the first death. Okay. She. I, uh, you know. I I only know her because she's in Iron Man. She's the girl that Tony sleeps with she's, at the beginning of Iron. Uh, Man. Okay, the reporter. She's also okay. in uh, Talladega, Talladega Nights. Yes. Right, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Also filmed in North Carolina. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so she's in some stuff. So, good for her. And Brian Cox is in, I know him mostly from, he's in the Born Identity, a couple yeah. of those movies, and he's he's great. And uh, Anna Paquin, of course, is our... X-Men. Uh, she's, a, oh yeah, I forgot, Brian Cox is also an X-Men. He's an X-Men too. And uh, yeah, and Anna Paquin is also uh, X Men, so there's a yeah. lot of Marvel connections in this in this movie. Yeah, probably most because of Brian Singer who helped produce Trick or Treat, because he directed the original uh, X Men movies from the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. Um, yep, Dylan Baker, who was the principal, Principal Steven, who was also I thought he was he's in. We could have almost done, you know, we're going to do a different top three, but I swear he's been in so many movies that it, uh, you probably don't realize it until you look at his his uh, work set list or whatever you call yeah, it. Yeah, his IMDb listing is pretty impressive. He's 142 credits. Right. Yeah. He's not necessarily a character actor, but he was like a very 
amazing supporting actor. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, he he's got the face, right? He's got he, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. He does have an interesting yeah. I forgot. Yeah, he's in the uh, original Spider-Man trilogy as Doctor Kurt Connors. He was uh, supposed oh, yeah. to be the yes. lizard, uh, yeah. but. That, that trilogy got cut before they made that because they were going to make it in the fourth movie. He was going to be Lizard Man. Uh, maybe he'll come back. Maybe this multiverse, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the way I think of him, like, and this is no disrespect to Dylan Baker, I think he's an amazing actor, but I, I think of him as like the off brand Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, I can, I see, can that. see that. Yeah. yeah. yeah maybe, maybe not this movie, but I can see that. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, this movie, he was just weird. He's, uh, he's our West Wing connection, Sam. So what was he in West Wing? He he played one. He was an admiral in oh, one okay. episode of a thing of it. So okay, I'm just looking at his IMDb credits here. Oh my god, the cat's in here with me. She just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, Sam, give us your five word review while I get up sure. and let the cat out of the room. All right, I've got two of them today, and um, my first one is big empty candy bucket. Right. Um, which goes okay. into my second one, which is a mismatch of mediocre ideas. Okay. And if if I had to to give a basic review for this, is not that I didn't enjoy it. I I had fun in parts. I thought it was interesting, but it just never hit that. Oh, that is cool. Or oh, that's a neat idea. Or I I'm it never it, it was never scary to me. I don't know if it's supposed to be scary. I didn't know if it was supposed to be. Uh, a comedy. Um, I, I didn't know the the tone exactly what it was going to be throughout this, and I I didn't have a real good time because I kept expecting something to happen that never happened. Um, and, and that's kind of just my general complaint for this one. It's not that it's completely bad. It's just that it never hits any kind of stride to make it stand out from other horror movies of this type of of movie that I thought it was. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I mm-hmm. got you. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. 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 I don't. So really... that's kind of that's kind of where I'm coming from on this one. It's it's you know usually we save these things for for October, um, and it wasn't like I was not in the mood for a horror movie, um, but it was just along the lines of it felt like a an FX special or something you'd you'd see on a cable television movie night. Um, it just maybe looked a little better than that. Well, and by the way, the the kid with the little uh, uh, Sandman hat or whatever it was, um, the uh, I can't even I don't even know what it's called. Um, he looked like Scarecrow from Batman, but um, like as a kid. Yeah, I, right. The, the, <laughs> Before he the, grew up. Yeah, the character design. I I it was it was bad when he finally got the little mask ripped off. I was expecting to be scared of what was underneath. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe if they didn't show us, or maybe if it was still in shadow, it would have been better. It just, it just I thought it, it was kitty-ish when, uh, when the reveal finally happened. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really honestly disagree too much. I will say this. Oh, my gosh, they're making a second one. I just just saw that. They're making a second one. Um, uh, So this movie was supposed to be in theaters, and 
it had mm-hmm. some there was a delay and then it was actually going to be going up against I can't remember if I put that in my in the trivia or not um no so this was like this was going to be released the um in 2016 but it was um where when they uh, announced it like literally like the next week saw announced it was going to be that same weekend oh and they're like well we can't compete with that and so then they pushed it, and then something else happened, and then they pushed it, and then it got pushed again, so they just went straight to DVD. Mm-hmm. Here's, um, here is one thing I will say about this movie. I think I would have had a, a lot more fun had I watched it with friends in the same room. Because I think this is one of those movies where we can laugh together at what's happening. Or be like, you know, holy crap, did you see? Or you know, It's not that we all get scared together, but we all make fun of the principal, or we we all laugh at the the, the uh, Dracula wolf scene. You know, it's just, I think this is a group movie. I think this is something to watch with friends and, and have a good drinking party. Um, you know, every time there's a trope, you, you know, you take a shot. So uh, I think that's what this movie is for. Interesting. Yeah, it's funny. So you hadn't had you seen you hadn't seen this before, right, Sam? No, this is my first time. Andrew, had you seen this before? First time. So I had seen it once, and Matt, oh. obviously you you picked it, so you've seen this several times. This is uh this is like a little guilty pleasure for you, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So sorry if we kind of poop yeah, on your film yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we don't bit. need to poop on it or anything. No, I, I, I'm le- like legitimately curious about it. And I, when it comes to me, I'm not going to try to defend it or argue anything. But I, I, again, like especially when it comes to horror, it is subjective like comedy because jokes are like scares. Yeah. There's a setup and a payoff. And so yeah. I'm just curious. Like when people ask me, is this movie scary? I'm like, well, that depends on you. Just like if you if I would find a movie funny, they like if I didn't find a movie funny, but they did, I think it's the same thing to horror. So I'm always curious of what people think when it comes to horror movies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and 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 what and, and, and well, also and, full disclosure, the three of us are kind of wusses when it comes to horror films. I mean, we 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 joke that every October, um, we only choose one real legit kind of scary movie because we don't we couldn't handle four weeks of it. Yeah. Right. And well, and I have to admit for, for another podcast, I watched Halloween, the original <laughs> yeah. before this movie. So I had that in my brain and then I watched this and the, the tones between the two are completely two separate things. Oh, for sure. Definitely for the tones. Yeah. 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 Some Halloween uh, homages or tributes, if you will. Uh, in this oh, one. yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely. I mean, and again, I'm same. I'm Sam and I and Andrew. If Andrew is able to to participate, we're we're guesting on another podcast, and we, uh, yeah, we're doing Halloween, the original 1978 Halloween, and then the, I don't know what you'd call it. It's not a sequel. It's just the next one, but it's the 2018 Halloween. Technically, they according to to canon now is a direct sequel to the first one because they just bypassed, ignored. Everything else in between. Which yeah. oh, which, really? I love how we're doing that now. It's just like, eh, you know what? Yeah. We made th- thirteen yeah. others. Forget all of those. Yeah, because the, the <laughs> mythology of Michael Myers and the fandom is just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Well, because well, and I, I well and I yeah, watched I've definitely got got questions. Yeah, so. and I watched both of them back to back. I watched the first one and then the twenty eighteen, and and I 
I'm not a huge fan of the genre, and I'm not a huge fan of Michael Myers itself. And so I was confused because there's a line in the movie, uh, spoiler if you haven't seen the 2018 one, but there's a line where she says, he killed five people Halloween night and he's been locked up ever since. And I thought, wait, what? There's like 13 other movies. Like, doesn't he get out a bunch of times? Like, what about happened to... He wasn't locked up, though. He disappeared. Well... Well, see, the the thing is, Sam, is you what you haven't seen, and I have, is the direct sequel, uh, Halloween Two, is oh, literally okay. five minutes later that night. Halloween Two oh, okay. is is okay. truly a direct sequel. Halloween One and Two should be one movie, really. Oh, uh, okay. If, if All right. now I'm going to get in trouble for this. If you took about forty minutes out of the first Halloween movie of useless, let's build up that these girls are teenagers and that their lives are difficult. If you cut out 40 minutes of that stuff, then you okay. can make the first Halloween movie and the second Halloween movie one long, scary movie. Interesting. So Yeah. I mean, fun fact about it, the, the original title was called The Babysitter Murders, but then they changed it to Halloween. And then after they did that one, this, obviously it was it exceeded expectations, and they approached John Copper saying, we, we want you to make a sequel. It was like, I... That was it. I did, he didn't have a plan for a sequel. <laughs> and so, and that's why three season of the witch, they thought using the title Halloween and the subtitle doing an anthology series. But then when three came out, no Michael Myers, people were pissed. So that's when they went back to Michael Myers. Yeah. Oh, Which is weird. Cause I hear people say that three is their favorite. I hear three, people. Three is a good, like legit, like Halloween festive, like movie. It's actually good on its own. Uh, if you if you just it, forget about Michael Myers in, in and of itself, it's actually not that bad. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it gives a great performance in it. So anyway, um, Andrew, do you have a <laughs> five word review? Well, yes, I do, Sean. But do you want to know what movie we're talking about <laughs> and what it's about? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Literally before the podcast, I'm like, hey, Andrew, I don't think I told you to do the read last two weeks. He goes, no, you didn't. And I was ready. And I said, well, tonight, just feel free if I forget you to say something. He goes, well, I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> I think I know what you might say if I, if I counted it right. <laughs> please, please, Andrew, tell us what this movie is about. What is Trick or Treat about? Is it about pirates? Well, yeah, it is. Uh, Veggie Tale Pirates. Oh, okay. No. Uh, this is a story of five interwoven stories that occur on Halloween. An everyday high school principal has a secret life as a serial killer. A college virgin might have just met the guy for her. A group of teenagers pull a mean prank. That's kind of vague. A woman who loathes the Halloween evening has to contend with her holiday-obsessed husband. And a mean old man meets his match with a demonic supernatural trick-or-treater. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That's actually that's, not that. That's one way to describe the uh, an yeah. anthology type movie. Yeah. 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 But uh, to go on to my five word review, I actually have a couple tonight. Um, number one, karma's a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number two, number two, being in the NRA could have its perks. <laughs> and then number three. Number three, now I see how the big bad wolf fooled riding, Red Riding Hood. Uh, because I've always wondered, how could she not tell that was a wolf? But I get it now. I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Werewolves have skin suits. Yeah. Yeah. That apparently are 
able to be put back on pretty easily. I guess so. Even though they like rip them and tear them off, they can. I don't know. See, I the first time I saw that, I thought, "Oh, they'll." I guess they're going to be werewolves for forever. And then we see them later in the movie back as girls, and I thought, "Oh, okay. (laughs) I guess they're." But then now, now that I think about it, I don't know if the timeline is right. If that part that we see them in the car is before or later. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How did they get the skin back on? Because so. I mean, did they have so that, to like butter the inside to get it all greased <laughs> up? And, you know, uh, are there zippers on those suits? Hey, baby, let me butter your skin suit. <laughs> I I honestly thought the second time watching it, I thought that it, it they're like like it's their um it's like their camouflage. Like they can be as the pretty girl, right? And then they mm-hmm. transform yeah. into the wolves and they rip the skin off. But then when they need to go back, they just go back. Like it just grows back to normal girl yeah. thing. So there's there's still all this dead skin. Kind of like a, how a snake would just shed its skin. Yeah. It, like yeah. if you went back to the woods, there'd be dead, you know, there'd be bones and blood and just skin suits of these girls everywhere. And <laughs> buff, so, Buffalo Bill would have a so good time. Werewolves are reptiles. Is that what we're getting at? I mean, why Maybe? not? <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, you know, I... I don't really agree with Sam. Oh, I actually kind of like this movie. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I was just in the right mood. Yeah. I was cooking dinner, and uh, as I was cooking a nice dinner for myself tonight, uh, maybe it was the food making me feel good, but I really had a ball watching this, and <laughs> I love the way the story's told. Like, I love this, this uh, circular way of storytelling that we kind of start at the end and then we make our way back around. I love that. Uh, and we've seen that in other films before, but this, I thought, did it actually pretty well. And we, not only do we get to experience that, but we get to experience it from different perspectives, which is kind of cool. There's a movie called Vantage Point with uh, mm-hmm. one of the Quaid, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Yeah, it's a neat movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's kind of done the same way. Uh, and I, I like this kind of storytelling. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was, there were some moments where I was kind of rolling my eyes, but I, I think maybe this movie kind of lends itself to that in mm-hmm. some aspects. Um, I, I, I was laughing as I don't think I was supposed to, but I was laughing as the principal was beating this kid with a shovel in the ground. <laughs> I think you're supposed to laugh. I think it's supposed to be a comedic uh, moment. Yeah. You know, now, that and, is, I have to, one thing I'll agree with you, Andrew, is that this movie didn't take itself as seriously as, you know, yeah. as the Halloween I watched right before it, right? It was certainly more right. lighthearted than. But I than, don't feel like it went the way of a spoof, like scary movie, you know? Oh yeah, no, no, which not, I appreciate. It's not a parody. Like it's 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 trying to be a kind of a real, kind of scary thing. But, yeah, yeah. But like you said, not take itself too seriously. That's a good way to put it. And and there were moments that if that uh you know if I didn't have my big boy pants on today, it probably would have you know bothered me back when I was a middle schooler or something like that. Uh, but uh, I mean, I didn't find anything really scary. But there were some things. The one time that I was like, "Oh my god," was this was the moment when he's walking down to the basement with his son, the principal, 
and he's got this knife behind his back, and you don't see anything that happened, and you see him stab, and you think that he's just killed his son. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The whole time I was like, that's effed up. And, <laughs> and then you see that uh, they're carving, but it's not a pumpkin. It's the kid's head that just vomited buckets on the porch. Uh, <laughs> and, and then I'm like, oh, my God, this kid is effed up just as much as the dad. Yeah. Yeah. You have to help me with the eyes. And then that's what made me think, because like, cause the joke is like, you think that it's that little ginger boy in the in the grave that he's fighting with, and then when you get downstairs and realize that that's the head of the ginger boy, that means that there's another kid that he's kidnapped and thrown in the grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. So, Matt, uh, do you have a five-word review? I do. I got two, but one's actually four. That's, that's uh, fine. The, the four word, the four word one, is uh, for me personally uh, a modern Halloween holiday classic, um, <laughs> and then the second one is is full full of tricks and treats. Nice, wow, it sure yeah. is. Am um, I the only one that didn't like this movie, or that didn't? <laughs> I haven't gone yet, Sam. Appreciate it. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, we're not supposed to agree, Sean. Oh, you and I are, are supposed to to butt heads. So are we? Is that in that's a contract? Our, that's the our roles. I, I signed a contract that said it. Okay. Well, no, again, for me, as Sean mentioned, it, it, this movie is a guilty pleasure in my end. And I remember um, when I was in high school, I seen the trailer on YouTube, and I just immediately found look because I'm a huge, I love Halloween horror, grew up on it, and everything. So I'm I'm a sucker for it, love it. And you know, I'm not very judgmental when it comes to horror, no matter how good or bad. But uh, but yeah, seeing this one and just how festive it is with the holiday and bringing the spirit out of Halloween uh, <laughs> to this movie, um, and then and then like you said, like it never. I was waiting for the theatrical release, waiting, waiting, and then back when in Little Town of Yakaville, there's a little video store called Action Video. Went there and there wasn't a shelf. I'm like, shit, I did not know it came out. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And so I immediately rented it, and uh, and I watched it like twice in one night, and I just I fell in love. And um, yeah, the the four an anthology film it flows so smoothly, and like the more you watch it, the more little things you notice. Like like for example, in the beginning, when uh, Leslie Bibb's character is like looking around and stuff, I believe in one moment you actually see the school bus children walking down the sidewalk to Mr. Krieg's house. And mm. catch little things like that throughout the movie is like this perfectly set there. And especially like if if you know, if you didn't know about the the werewolves, like all the jokes in the dressing room, like we had really bad Mexican, you know, uh, <laughs> had, had nice ass, but they all taste the same to me, you know, and like little things like that to where, you know, it's it's just beautifully crafted on, on a filmmaking level. And just, you know, all the homages and the cliches of the Halloween, like the, the kids walking past the pumpkin patch of the quarry um, and everything. And then um, what's interesting about this, though, is Michael Daughtry graduated from the school of NYU and his senior thesis. And this is back in 96. He did an animated short called Seasons of Greetings. And that's when he first created Sam. It's on YouTube. It's like a three plus minute um short because uh 
his story is like he grew up loving Halloween and stuff, but he realized that Halloween didn't have like a an icon. Um, like, you know, Christmas has Santa, Easter Bunny, Leprechauns, Uncle Sam, Fourth of July and stuff, but Halloween just had this motley crew of just monsters. So he kind of created Sam not to hope he became like a international icon, but like him being this guardian of the holiday. Like people respect the rules of this holiday. Um, for example, you know, the candles, the candy, the costumes, so on and so forth. And so that's that's kind of where Sam came from. Um, in general, and now it's it's become more of a cult classic, more widely known. I would say, um, especially like if you go to a Spirit Halloween store this year, you'll see a bunch of trick or treat merchandise right next to Night Before Christmas or Hocus Pocus now. Um, and so, Sam has become more of a recognizable figure in the horror genre, especially you know, especially in the next couple of months. Um, but yeah, I, I thought you know. Overall, yes, the, the stories are kind of cliche and vague, and what he's kind of going for, I think, is trying to bring that childlike, almost like we watch, you know, Christmas time, get that childlike wonder. I think he was trying to do that with this movie to where he didn't want to do the, the cliches of this grimy, gritty look. He wanted to pop, make the colors pop, you know, the the autumn leaves, the the, the orange pumpkins and that blue moonlight you get from old eighties movies and the humor. Yeah. I would say it's definitely horror comedy and you do question yourself. Like, should I laugh at this part? Cause it is disturbing, but at the same time as some people's defense mechanism, watching a horror movie is laughing, you know, mm -hmm. cause they want to feel okay. They want to know this, this is not real. It's all right. Um, and I feel like for that, it's, it's almost like a dark, horse sense of humor to where yeah it's it's messed up you know you know stabbing a kid in the head or or whatever but but yeah um it's a guilty pleasure i watch every year on halloween and uh yeah nice yeah right on man um so my five word review uh i only did the one and that's usually because I'm not clever enough to come up with more than one, uh, nor usually do I have the brain power to come up with your middle names and multiple five-word reviews. So, <laughs> um, Simply clever, overboard, off-screen killing. So no one dies on camera in this movie, which is really, I think, kind of clever. Yeah. I also really think the I like the, the the storytelling style is really clever. I like that we're getting we get multiple point of views almost of every story, not every story, but you know we get to see, you know the point of view of the guy, the principal burying the bodies, and then we go into the other backyard where we get to have the scene where he's yelling at the dog and the dog's eating the finger and all that stuff, and then. So, so I love the the kind of how it's it's an intertwined story. I think that's clever. Now, with that having been said, uh, my my origin story with this movie is my mother in law. Since my kids were born, will come down on Halloween to visit because she loves Halloween and she also loves um, she likes passing out candy and and doing that part of the of the experience so that me and my family we can go and do the you know do the neighborhood and while someone is at the house you know 
doing the candy. So every time she comes down, we always watch a, a Halloween-type movie. And usually it's like The Nightmare Before Christmas or Hocus Pocus and stuff like that. And so one year she says, I brought this. And I said, what is this? And she said, I have no idea, but I, she bought it. I mean, she, she, we, it, I own this on DVD downstairs right now. <laughs> she gave it to me. We're going to watch this. So we sat down to watch it. Well, they, they walked out of the room, my wife and mother-in-law. They, they, they were just kind of in and out. And I'm watching this thing. And I didn't understand until probably two-thirds of the way the movie that this is supposed to be funny. I thought this was going to be a legit horror film. And... Mm. Because the tone is set pretty early when you know she Leslie Bibb gets killed, and then the principal killed a child, which I was not ready for emotionally speaking. <laughs> I was not ready for a principal to kill a kid, and I think from well, that that just goes to show you haven't worked in a school long. I, you're right. I, I haven't. I, I work at a community <laughs> college. I don't. I figured we were going to get some kind of jokes there. Um, so I'll fully admit I hated this movie. When I watched it, I did not have fun with it. I didn't like it. I didn't appreciate it. I was really, I hated this movie. Really hated it. So, when, <laughs> so when I'm chatting with well, Andrew, you also came into this thing kicking and screaming. I kind of did. You were like, I really want to do something else. I really want to do something <laughs> I else. I did. I really did. When Andrew said, I said, Hey, Andrew, what what movie does Matt want to do? He says, you, Andrew responds, either Trick or Treat or Dawn of the Dead. And I said, anything but Trick or Treat. <laughs> <laughs> and From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, from Dust, dust Till Dawn. From dust yeah, till yeah, dawn. Yeah. I said, yes, definitely. Let's do From Dust Till Dawn. And then Andrew comes back with, he really wants to do Trick or Treat. I'm like, son of a... So I really didn't want to watch this movie again. And then he added that to the fact that I was going to have to watch two Halloween movies all within... You know, seventy. Well, really, thirty-six hours of each other, right? So, yeah. so I'm watching this movie this time, and now I'm kind of getting some of this. Like, like, okay, now I get it. I kind of appreciate it a little bit more. So, I guess what I'm really saying is, like, I'm somewhere between Sam and Andrew. I don't love this movie, and frankly, I'm good if I never watch it again. <laughs> um, but I don't hate it. I just, it's just not my bag i just you know and i guess what i'm i'm a little annoyed at by the movie by sam specifically sam the character not sam you sam oh, so well I, you're always annoyed i me. usually am annoyed with you but for different reasons yeah. is that like he, it feels like his selection like like your crimes against halloween like it could be a misdemeanor like in my opinion leslie bibb's crime is just blowing out a candle is n- not murderous level <laughs> murder she was that. warned yeah i mean i know her her husband who we've seen he's uh he was on battlestar galactica for for um, all those years um but he was like no you should leave. but i mean okay first of all who what psycho does as much like she hates halloween right she says i hate halloween right so but their yard was the most halloween i have ever seen out <laughs> like obviously it's a film so they you know but I've, I've never seen a house like that ever in my life. And it was just ridiculous. And I thought, gosh, she really does a lot for her. Like, I don't, I don't know, just seem ridiculous. But then the idea, <laughs> the idea that she would clean it up that night. Oh, my God. I just, when she tells her husband to go put on the tape, right, which we find out later it's a porn, right? He's in there, he's in there getting ready, watching porn by himself. 
I thought, does, does she think that this cleanup is only going to take a couple minutes? Because <laughs> at at best, that's like a four hour job, right? I just yeah. There are those people though that like day after Christmas, it all comes down. Day yep. after Christmas. I'm fine with day after Christmas. This is the equivalency of the presents are unwrapped. Let's take down the tree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she couldn't wait till morning. I don't know. Anyway, she her character sucked, but I didn't. I think maybe she was just trying to avoid what was about to happen in the bedroom. Maybe you're right. Yep. Maybe she just didn't want to. Like generally every wife. But I just... <laughs> I don't know. Just her character annoyed me just by the fact that she was like, "Mom's gonna come over in the morning and freak." Like, how have you guys been married for more than five minutes? Like, does I don't understand? An HOA kind of thing. Maybe they had to do it. I don't know. I, I doubt it. With that that town, that town was jacked up. So, um, anyway, her character jacked wasn't, up. <laughs> I didn't mean that. But like, but like the fate of the principal, he totally deserved his fate. Right? Totally, oh, absolutely, totally yeah. fine with the, his fate. And and it almost kind of felt like uh, Sam knew that was going to happen to him, you know, because like it's like Sam knew you just killed a kid yeah. on Halloween, like you deserve to die. I'm not going to kill you though. Instead, I'm just going to drag this cat around in my bag, and I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't know if you guys <laughs> caught that, but that, that, I did kind of kind of chuckled at that, um, just because I wasn't. Ready for the sound effect. The sound effect kind of caught me off guard. Well, um, it's the same thing with, with the kids' rock chord, too. Like, they got their justice search because they play like this horrible prank on someone who loves and respects Halloween, almost like a religion, you know. Well, and not just that, let's, let's take it a step further. Let's not just pull a, a horrible prank on someone that loves Halloween. Let's pull a horrible prank on someone that, for all intents and purposes, is autistic. Right. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's yeah. let's add hate yeah. crime to this. You know. Yeah. I absolutely did not feel bad for the kids. Yeah. Not at all. One. I didn't. I, I did and didn't. Right. It's like, yeah, you kind of <laughs> deserved it, but I also didn't feel like death was the. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely deserved it. A die. just punishment, but you know, whatever. I didn't. That's actually one of the moments to where, like you said, it's kind of where like you you're glad they they got what they deserve, but at the same time that. For me personally, that image of like her coming up and then walking away, you just hear them, their screams of death as they're being eaten alive in the background. Yeah. It's kind of like chilling, you know. It is. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sound design for this movie is really good. That crunching sound that they use is just, mm -hmm. oh, it's like, oh, yeah. someone's like chomping on some celery. It was gross. I love, <laughs> it, I love the cinematography of this, honestly, yeah. too. Like the certain shots and angles and everything. I, I just. I don't know. Yeah. It is a very well-made film. And again, yeah. you can kind of see the groundwork. I mean, this is 2007. This, this uh, director or writer that you mentioned, this is a guy who would direct um, the Krampus uh, a few years later, which oh, is yeah. a horror film. And then he yeah. does Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I mean, he went from oh, this wow. to big, big budget blockbuster kind of thing. Um, yeah. He's mostly known as a writer. He has written, he wrote the screenplay to X Men Two, which is kind of makes sense with him and Brian Singer. Yeah, uh, he wrote Superman Returns, so maybe not the best. Did, <laughs> did y'all get the parallel, kind of like, uh, old, like Mr. Krieg and like Ebenezer Scrooge? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like bit. how? Yeah, 
I thought that was kind of interesting too, to where he's like the Scrooge and then Sam kind of presents like the the supernatural elements of, of, of you know, of all that and everything and how he's come to like, hey, if you're, if you're going to disrespect the holiday and what it means and everything about it, then we're, we're not going to teach you less. And you're like, you're done. Like you said, he, he that misdemeanor turns into like a felony real quick. Well, he's, <laughs> yeah, but, um, but his, 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 his felony, what what ultimately does him in, where the karma really is a bitch, uh, yeah. I'm totally good with. Like, his death, in my opinion, is the most justifiable. Because, oh, sure. yeah. because of what he did. I mean, yeah. you know, on an emotional level, the, you know, the three of us ha- are, having, are being parents. And, and the fact that my wife teaches children with special needs, and my mom has taught that for 40 years, you know, we're... I'm always, I'm, you know, we're all kind of aware of it. Well, people that have consciences are kind of aware of it. But, you know, when you're around it as much as I have been, I'm kind of a little more around it. I mean, the kid dropped the R word in this movie. I was like, holy shit, it's 2007, guys. Um, So (laughs) he deserved to die just for that. I'm kidding, but not really. (laughs) This director also wrote X-Men Apocalypse. So, again... Not great, but maybe not his fault. I don't remember if the writing was bad. I just remember the movie was bad. Art Ivan Ooze. He did. He also wrote King of the Monsters. He did wrote uh, write. Excuse me, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, uh, which okay. we, we had a good time with. And then he's yeah he's doing Trick or Treat two, and nice. Hellraiser the TV series. Oh okay. So there you go. Uh, in fact, uh, yeah, the for IMDb listing for this movie, Trick or Treat Two is just plot unknown, a sequel to the 2007 film Trick or Treat. No, well, that's it. That's all we have. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's he's got that uh, Godzilla movie money, so he's all right. He can do whatever he wants that's, now. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. Um, that's kind of oh so I do have a funny story I do have a quick funny story and then we'll get into some uh, some more of our show notes here and then we'll move on so about five minutes before we got on the call here for the show I go downstairs to get my 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 beverage of choice tonight it's uh that's well, Kool Aid tonight in my Mega Man class here and I'm like you know what I'm kind of in the mood for something sweet I just want a little something sweet you know Andrew was chomping on some candy a few minutes ago and. I, so I, I go into our bin, and we have, we have three buckets. We have literally three buckets of candy in our pantry. And one is for my wife and I, and then one is for, uh, one for each kid. And they have their names on it. And I look in my bucket, and my bucket has just got stuff that I don't want to eat. And then I look in their buckets, and I'm like, they got some stuff in there that I could eat. And I, I literally <laughs> am picking up a couple pieces of candy, and then I thought, Oh, is this going to anger the Halloween God if I take candy from my children? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to tempt fate tonight. Not tonight. So I put it back. So I, I didn't have. So my wife looks at me and she goes, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I can't tempt fate tonight." And she's like, "Did that movie get to you?" I said, "No, I just not tonight." <laughs> so uh, I don't know. So I had no candy tonight. But you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I actually on candy, like just quick. Uh, what was y'all's like as a kid, or even today? Like, what was the one Halloween candy you would hope you get the most on Halloween night trick or treating? Oh, any, definitely Reese's. Reese's. Yeah, Reese's, Reese's, yeah. or just any full candy bar, right? It was always those couple houses in the neighborhood that gave away uh, full candy bars. So, 
I don't know. I mean, there was all, I always had a neighbor that gave out a Milky Way, and I was like, ugh. Or no, I'm sorry. It was a Three Musketeers. Milky Way I could sort of handle. But a Three Musketeers is like, it's like Snickers, you know, third cousin removed that <laughs> was married to the second sister in West Virginia. And that's that's a strange, that's strange place to go. Um, <laughs> um, for me, so we had, in the neighborhood I lived in, um, uh, we, there was two houses that would do the full-size candy bars. There was, a, there was a pizza chain in High Point called Sir Pizza, and they had about three stores, and so three or four stores. So they were pretty wealthy, wealthy enough to own four restaurants. And then the other house, which was across the street, uh, owned... I think he owned like the roller rink and a couple of other like the putt putt in town, like a couple of those kind of amusement things in town. So we would always hit their houses last. I don't know why we just did, but they would always give you the full size, and it would be like a full size like uh, crunch bars. I love crunch bars. I like the, uh, those, or like a full sized um, Snickers, or maybe even just a full size Hershey bar, which we would then use to make s'mores with real marshmallows, unlike you psychos. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't knock it until you try it. Now, hold on. Hold on. You like crunch bars? I do. Like, you're talking like the the chocolate-covered crispy rice, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. (laughs) Why am I getting such animosity towards a crunch bar? I've always known that you had no soul, but this... This kind of I worry about you now. Why? Like, What's wrong with a crunch bar? <laughs> it's just everything is wrong with a crunch bar. You don't like chocolate? That's the one that that I will throw out. I will I will like choke down a Three Musketeers, but a crunch bar, that's the one that I like toss in the trash. That's so weird. I don't think I've never ever met anyone that hated that. Uh usually the 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 hate that most people have is for like almond joy because they don't like coconut. Oh, I love an almond joy. I oh love my god, joy. I will eat an almond joy any day of the week. Matt, you're shaking your head. I can't tell. Is that a yes or a no? No, no, no to almond joy. The only thing oh, I like. Oh, Matt, coconut chicken. You're not old enough to enjoy an almond joy yet. Yeah, <laughs> you're not old enough. <laughs> <laughs> like I go searching out for almond joys. Oh, I love right? almond joy. They're yeah. the best. Well, now for me, any anything Reese's too. Honestly, yeah, Reese's Reese's cups. Yeah. Yeah, I no, also I, love a good sleeve of sweet tarts, though. Sweet tarts. Yeah. Not Smarties, but sweet tarts. Sweet tarts are pretty good. Yeah. Elderly in our church we go to, uh, and she'll have like little Zip-Up bags of popcorn she'll give out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, yeah, in the neighborhood that I'm in now, there'll be some people that'll have like a popcorn machine, so they'll like scoop it and hand it to you so you can kind of see it. Yeah. Uh, like they even did that last year during COVID. I mean, they were all gloved up, but they were like, "Here you go." And so, anyway, um, yeah, all this candy talk is really not making me. Uh, <laughs> uh, gosh, really hate hate the, the crunch. That's funny. I mean, it's not my favorite. I'm just saying I like them. Um, I think I'm trying to think. My favorite candy bar, like if we have to, because we have vending machines in camp on campus. And so if I'm in the mood to fork over a buck fifty for a small-ish candy bar, uh, my go-to is probably going to be uh, Kit Kat. I like a good Kit Kat. I so. agree with that. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. Crunch Bars. 
cousin. It's as their well. older cousin. Yeah, I would, but I, I know I would eat. It. I love my. <laughs> and I like, but the... I do. I I do eat a Kit Kat, but I dip it in peanut butter. Mm, I've never tried that. Uh, you should try it. Speaking of trying things, and again, uh, with the, the, the <laughs> no, so someone told me you should try this, and I thought they were insane. And I tried it, and I was a believer. Is you take your Oreos before you, you know, obviously before you eat them, you take your Oreos and you freeze them, mm. and so it like, it's it's like almost like an ice cream kind of bar kind of a scenario. So it was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, Oreos are great either way, you know. So anyway. Uh, moving on from that, uh, if, if you're listening and are now hungry for snacks, I apologize, uh, I guess. No, you're not. I'm not really. Uh, let's see. Uh, I did say weird. So the movie does, uh, Sam, you mentioned this earlier about when you think the principal is going to go kill his own son, you know, cause he's, you know, the kid's like, I want to carve the pumpkin. And he's, you know, mocking him in the backyard. And I want to carve a pumpkin, Dad. I want to go do the thing, Dad. And then he picks up the knife. And so the movie's doing the thing that I kind of hate when movies do is when the character is acting out of character just for the benefit of the camera. And because if he was going to go down there and carve the head of this child he had cut off, that that was the intention anyway, he would not have grabbed the knife all menacingly and hid it behind him and and like all those things that they do to make you think that he's about to kill his kid but anyway it's it's still pretty effective i mean it's it got me the first time i mean sam it it got you right yeah oh yeah 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 because yeah, you just because again the movie is already established we kill children so <laughs> <laughs> anyway that kid was annoying because um, like i said that that is you know one of the topics to where you have to figure out either to go along with the tone of the movie because it's such a touchy topic. Like, obviously, like, you never kill dogs or, well, you know, some dogs die horribly, but, like, you never kill the dog, you never kill the kid. But, like, for example, like, that's why I love A Quiet Place. The opening yeah. is it. Oh, yeah. One. Like, boom, that's, and then the opening title, you're like, okay, anyone's fair game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you cross that line immediately. And, and that's, like, with this one, like I said, the tone is, she laughs, you feel sorry, but it's, you know, the execution I thought was, was pretty good. Both literally and uh, figuratively. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Speaking of killing dogs, we just, again, we just watched Halloween. Michael Myers kills a dog in that movie. He yeah. two. He strangles two a German shepherd. Yeah. There are two? Two dogs. Yeah. There's two dogs he kills. Oh. Oh yeah. Cause the one he sees. They, you don't see the first one, but they go to the house and there's a dead dog. He there's was like a dead dog in his old house. And then, and then oh, the cops right. like, "What happened here?" And he says he got hungry. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. I only remember because you see it on camera with him. Well, you don't see him strangling the dog, but you see the dog like the body like relaxes. It's yeah. Uh, that, that movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, the principal can't just be happy with killing children. Now he has to live out a vampire fantasy. Um, I did not see that one coming, by the way. I didn't either. I honestly thought he was going to be a legit vampire. I thought, well, yeah. I knew that this movie had werewolves. Like, I knew that was happening. So I just assumed that it was a real vampire. And then when it showed to be him, I thought, oh, oh, okay. Because then I started thinking about, like, can a vampire turn a werewolf into a vampire? Like, <laughs> those are the things I started. Boy, they talk about OP. <laughs> yeah, right. right? <laughs> or, or not? I don't know. Anyway, 
Uh, let's see, last things here, last few things. Um, oh, I, I didn't finish my note. Uh, the principal can't just be happy with killing children. He needs to live out a vampire fantasy by killing, by biting young women. He definitely deserved to die. So there you go. Because the two women he killed or, or tried to kill in a pack one. Uh, I don't know how old she was in this movie, but she was not old. Uh, I did write poor AV guys. <laughs> I mean, That's like a big equipment you get there. <laughs> well, and it's so funny. I, I, I did not. I, I, when I watched it the first time, I thought those girls are going to go kill those guys because no one has ever gone up to the crew and been like, hey, we need dates. You guys come with us. Like, right. That's, that's never what? happened. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't say entirely that. I do have a story of the, the guy who was the sound mixer for uh, various projects. I'm not going to mention, but he's a legit sound mixer. I was his boom operator. And... He met my then uh, girlfriend, now wife, and asked me, he said, you, you going to marry her? And I said, yeah, probably. And he said, uh, then you need to get out of this industry. And I said, why? And he goes, it cost me a marriage. And I said, oh, because you were gone all the time and, you know, all the, the hours? He goes, no, I slept with four or five extras. And I said, oh, well, that kind of sounds like a you problem, not the industry. And I yeah. said, why would they sleep with you anyway? He goes, because they were trying to, you know, better their careers. I'm like, you're the sound guy. He's like, yeah, but they didn't know that. <laughs> so, All right, RV. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't want to besmirch his name by, no, by telling you what he, what projects he's been on. But, uh, and then the last, my last note was I forgot the old man was the bus driver. So it all comes full circle. Yeah. For yeah. First time watch. I thought that was a really great reveal, how they revealed that and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. You guys got any other notes before I play some clips? I think I'm 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 good. I'm good. I'm not. Okay. But but go ahead and play your clips. <laughs> you're not you're not good or you're not done talking? No, I'm not good because I'm sitting in a folding camping chair because I'm not living at my house right now. So <laughs> my back feels like it's uh about to collapse in on itself like a dying star. Wow. So I, I would continue dying star. It's a very, it's a good visual. <laughs> I figured you would go with like a dead pumpkin or something, but I'm with you. Oh. Uh, here's Leslie Bibb saying things. What? Inside upstairs. Babe, let's just take all this crap down. It looks like a crime scene. I, I told you I'd do it in the no, morning. No, you won't. You're going to sleep until noon and then you're going to play video games until four. And besides my mom is coming in the morning. She'll have an aneurysm if she sees this place. Really? Like, Maybe her mom just really hates Halloween. She had to get it from somewhere. The the, yeah. the the two parts of that sentence that just cracked me up is that one, she she knows that her husband's gonna sleep till noon and then play video games till four, even though she he knows that the mom is coming over. So either he's a bad husband or I don't know. I just their marriage is ridiculous, that's all I have to say. Uh, here is one of the many uh, hints that the girls are werewolves. Open up. No. Open the door or we'll huff and we'll puff. Come on, seriously, open up. There you go. Huff and puff. Um, speaking of, so I, I love this bit of trivia. I didn't, I didn't catch this. 
until I went back and when I was capturing clips, uh, I saw it. So you know the scene when the, the the little kids are collecting pumpkins and they open up the, the 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 woman opens the door and she's super drunk and in the background there's a dude wearing a hosp, uh, hot dog and he's banging yeah. some whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that hot dog costume is at the little place where all the girls are in the woods. So <laughs> the, <laughs> they got around. Whoever the coach is, he got he got ed up that night. Is what I'm saying. Man, we got to get a new principal and a new coach. Yeah, exactly. I got some openings at uh, Warren Valley, Ohio, Jimison. If you want to go up there, <laughs> that place is scary. Don't go anywhere near that place, man. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> and I guess it makes me wonder if, like the the girl he was, as the kid used the word uh, "butt effing," um, makes me wonder if it was one of the the girls that would eventually take him to the coven place for the. For the for the barbecue, so, oh. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so okay, I mentioned this earlier. This is when little Sam gets a piece of candy from the principal, and as he walks away, he's dragging his bag of candy, and this is the sound it makes. That's <laughs> supposed to make me laugh, but it, out of context, it's pretty funny. Right? <laughs> oh my god! What what rule did the cat break on Halloween? Like, uh, yeah, like exactly. Was it just a black cat that Sam was like, "I must have this and carry it around right. all night." So there you go. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> so bad. Um, <laughs> I have to admit, and I, I know I, I've taken heat for this before, but these are words that I could not agree more with. Billy, shh, please be quiet. Why? Because you'll bother the neighbors. Now go watch Charlie Brown, and I'll be in in a minute. Charlie Brown's an asshole. Billy, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that Charlie Brown is. It's everybody around him. I know. You're right. Everybody around him is an You're asshole. You're weird about that at the beginning. That's, that's, a, that's such a parent fun. moment, though. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, I think anybody who has kids has been in that situation where you're like, just shut up. You're going to, people are going to look. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to attract attention. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, my kids, especially my daughter, is, you know, she has two volumes. It's either so quiet I can't understand her or, you know, drill sergeant yelling. And, and it's, <laughs> and it's always the, I mean, it's not always bad when she's loud. It's not like she's saying anything inappropriate, but it's like we're at the dinner and we're at the table and the food has come and it's okay, let's say the blessing. And she just, she's just excited for food. And so she lets the restaurant know that we are praying to God right now. So it's like, shh, Daphne, <laughs> shh, bring it down. Okay. It's like, it's just for us. Um, oh, here's another uh, little uh, hint that they're werewolves. She's a big girl. She can take care of herself. I wish that were true. Mom always said she was the runt of the litter. For some reason, they listen to like fifties music in the background while they're, getting ready to eat people uh andrew mentioned it earlier uh, earlier i've got an nra membership in my pocket and a shotgun over the fireplace so get out of here before i i'm not really sure what one has to do with the other but it made me kind of kind of chuckle <laughs> yeah so 
Okay, time for... Um, no, not that. Not that. Time for this. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Time for some trivia. Trivia. Okay. Back trivia. <laughs> yes. I haven't done that in a while. Uh, let's see. Anna Paquin's character, Lori, is named after Lori Strode from 1978 Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That just made my night, Sam. Thank you. So we're so what the three of us are now chuckling at and Matt is confused about is that um and I'll post this on Twitter and Facebook, is that Sam uh doing his <laughs> and <laughs> Sam is really good at Photoshop, as you as all can tell. He's he's done this before. He has put my face on the face of the uh of the dead ginger kid. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, put your face on Dylan Baker and then uh, Sam's face on the kid. Hey, there we go. <laughs> okay. Jeez, that's terrifying. Why am I smiling? What picture did you use? <laughs> he just—he must have got you right at the right moment. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, time for uh, this. Oh, not time for this. Uh, the school bus massacre revisited. In sorry, in the school bus massacre revisited, a 1958 Plymouth Fury from the movie Christine can be seen. An obvious nod to the John Carpenter movie and the Stephen King novel. Hmm. No. Uh. The performers under I'm sorry, the performers under the masks playing the kids on the school bus all have real disabilities or injuries, and they apparently had a blast during the shoot. Their costumes were inspired by a mix of photos from Ralph it looks like Meat Yard, Met Metyard, and Diane Arbus capturing real mentally disabled children on Halloween in their own homemade costumes. So, I, I don't know what to think about that one. Well, yeah, that one seems a, that one seems a little wrong for some reason. Because you know, because of the scene, same time, that's pretty awesome that they casted accurately. Yeah, no, right? I yeah, yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it's kind of exploitation. No, I, it's I don't think it's exploitation. I think it's because it's not like the. It's not the movies making fun of those kids for their disabilities, or they're not. I don't think that the movie is exploiting the thing. I think it's saying, "Here are kids in the movie okay. who are dis, who okay. are have some yeah. disabilities. We're going to get actual kids who have these disabilities, and they're going to have a good time. And you know, only one of them needs to say a line, and they're going to, you know, I I think it's kind of neat. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's. I I just I think it's neat. I think it's more genuine to do what they did than to have a bunch of regular, I'm using air quotes, normal kids, right. you know, playing like they're dis disabled. So, yeah, I, I I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the hold music for the 911 call is a piano cover of John Williams' "Can You Read My Mind" from Superman the movie. Quote, I don't know how we got the rights to that, Michael Daughtry said. <laughs> now, I did learn, um, I did learn. Did they? 
Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you have to. I mean, there's even if you look at the if you watch the end of the credits of the movie, it even says special thanks to John Williams. Like he's his. Oh, okay. He's his. Uh, his name is in the credits under music for that. So thing. maybe it was a, a quote unquote favor that he did for them, or well, you know, it's a it's cover. One of those, you know somebody, and and he's gonna, you know, right. But I'm you, saying like it, it's let a, you use something. It, it's a cover, so you pay the the yeah. artist, the cover artist, and then the cover artist is responsible for giving credit to the original musician. So. Right. So mm-hmm. by by getting by having a, it be a, a cover, that's why it's cheap. That's why they can afford it. It's not like they got mm-hmm. the London Philharmonic's version of the Superman suite or song, you know. And again, mm-hmm. that whole music was like two and a half seconds. I mean, it was very short because I read the trivia before I watched or while I was watching the movie, which I normally don't do, but I did. And I read that and I thought, oh, I'll listen for it. And it was so short. There's no way you could tell. That's what it was. Um, uh, I already mentioned the the hot dog man, so that's the last one. Okay, time for uh, Andrew. You got anything else, or forever hold your peace? I'm holding it. No, you just can't see because it's below the camera. (laughs) 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 I'm not sure if I want to use that as an intro clip or not. I would not. (laughs) Let that be a surprise. Yes, a nice. Fun, wet surprise. Time for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. Time for our top three. We decided to do masked killers. And I'm using the word killers instead of villains because sometimes heroes are killers too, you know, and they wear masks and they kill bad guys sometimes. So I will let um, Sam go first. Oh, wow. I go first this time. Yeah. All right. Um, I've just got three, and I kind of stuck with the, the villain roles. Um, and my number three, the first one, is the strangers from Cabin in the Woods, the ones in the, the creepy doll masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the plethora of bad guys in that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two is Hannibal Lecter, Silence of the Lambs. Sure. Although he never really killed anybody in a mask. He just made somebody's face a, a mask. And then had his own. But anyway, uh, my number one is Darth Vader in Star Wars. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, nice. It's a good, it's a good choice. Although I would, I would say that you should probably say Rogue One because holy as, cow, yeah, 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 yeah. As a as a killing machine, that's the movie that we want to think of. As Thank uh, God we got that too, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we finally saw him in the prime, yeah. just just massacring. That was just beautiful. Yeah. Perfect. Because the only two other fight scenes we see with him is, you know, the little that little kind of dinky thing that he does with Obi Wan, which the fan made yeah. version of that is so great. That fan yeah. version where they they did it up really great. They John uh, yeah. Disney needs to find a way to stick that in there somehow. Uh, boy, take that out of context. Um, <laughs> uh, or. Um, and then in you know he has a and then two fight scenes with Luke, yeah. And, and neither one of them are all that you know. They're saying they're yeah. just it's they're fine for the time, yep. but uh, yeah, yeah, what he did was Rogue One. That was that was jaw dropping in Rogue One. Yeah. It was it was what we've all wanted to see. Exactly. Okay, uh, Matt. Um, I would say um, number three, My Bloody Valentine. Okay. Um, Two would be uh, the ghost face mask from Scream. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yep. then my number one will be Jason, just a hockey mask taken like a 
Yeah, I didn't make it terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not this movie. This movie's not the the, the face mask. It's uh, you can tell how much I, I watch Halloween movies or, or horror <laughs> movies when I do our promo in the entirely wrong mask, um, for for the Halloween movies coming up. Yeah, that was pretty great. Sam does this really nice art uh, for the Halloween promo for the other podcast, and he sends it to me, and I'm like, "Hey, man, that looks great!" And then I send it to the to the other podcast. He goes, "That looks amazing." <laughs> Except we watched Halloween, and this is uh, uh, Jason's mask. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. So I said, Sam, this is this is Jason's mask. Not, we need Michael Myers. My, yeah, not Michael need... Myers. He's like, oh, you can tell I do this. <laughs> you can tell I watch these a lot. So, because I've not seen a single um, Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yeah. I've never seen a Jason movie. I've never seen a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah. Uh, I've just, just yeah. Those were movies I skipped growing up. Yeah, I me was, too. I was petrified. I was I was a wimp when it came to it. So yeah. The one trope that this movie does, because this movie's got a bunch of the horror tropes, but the one horror trope it doesn't do is sex equals death. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, well, you did have the hot dog. He, yeah, but he <laughs> he, yeah. I just think that, um, but usually what the, usually the trope is that if you're having sex, then the bad guy comes and kills you. Yeah, I, I, in a way, I'm kind of glad it's not in this movie because I think that would yeah. be towards more the horror trope than necessarily what he was trying to get, like the spirit of the holiday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because if, if I like, like that, and I, I didn't know until you mentioned that 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 that's what this character is, uh, and I it makes me like it even more now because yeah, it is. I want them. I want Disney to go back and and make the Santa Claus Four with Tim Allen and have all the the holiday creatures there or mystical people there and have this guy added to that little cast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The uh, the the DreamWorks animation, uh, the Guardians. Oh, oh Rise, yeah. Rise of the yeah. Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. They need. Yeah. I mean, like, to, like Jack Skellington to me is kind of the mascot of the holiday, but. Yeah. But, but because but they but they're still they're dipping in Christmas with Jack. I know they because are, yeah. of the movie. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, no, I, you're you're totally right. But also, it's not like because that's a character in a movie that's owned by Disney, and they're never going to let that go. He's not going to be in anything else. He can't be yeah. in anything else. You know. Um, I would have to agree with that. I would say, as a specific character on its own, I would say that would probably the icon of the holiday if we had to pick one yeah yeah I, and that's where i was when you were mentioning that earlier i i thought jack would be my first choice yeah but again it's 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 a character from a movie it's not like like the, all the other ones the santa clauses the easter bunnies like those have mythical not mythical but like it's, it's folklore yeah yeah, like, yeah we didn't coca-cola hasn't come up with with something for halloween yet yeah <laughs> yeah, because they invented the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and things. Can you imagine like you know, like the Santa Claus Coke stuff with like Jack Skellington, you know, hanging out drinking a Coke. <laughs> I like that. I like that image a lot. Uh, I'm gonna do my three. Um, so I had I had four. I always have an honorable mention in case one of you mentions one of mine. So I'm actually gonna take Darth Vader out. Uh-huh. And insert uh, somebody else. So my number. I'm actually going to make him my number one. I like him. He's my number one. So my number three was the Phantom from the Phantom of the Opera. Mm -hmm. My number two 
is Guy Fox from V from Vendetta. Okay. And my number one now, instead of Darth Vader, is going to be Judge Dredd from the movie Dredd. Yeah. Nice. So, there you go. Cool. Andrew. Well, I kind of went the other direction. I, I went with, you guys kind of had uh, mostly villains. I kind of went the hero direction just to, just to switch things up a little bit. Sure. But the first one, uh, I don't know if it's really a hero or not. Warshak from the Watchmen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I have number two, Batman from Batman Returns. He straps the dynamite to that clown and then throws him down in the. Oh yeah. You know we always say we always say Batman doesn't kill, but he that dude was dead. Well, he, he, I mean he kills the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. Tim Burton Batman kills people. Yeah, yeah. And then my number one, I had to do it because it's the most awesome character ever invented is Deadpool. Sure. Oh yeah. 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 With it. I, I also had a, a honorable mention of uh, uh, Maximus and Gladiator. Yeah. Uh, which which is kind of another hero. So yeah. S- Sam, I honestly thought you were gonna try to um, you were gonna find a way to put Jurassic Park in. And yeah, I was trying to remember if there was a scene. I know in Jurassic World, the raptors have muzzles, and so you yeah. could argue that that's a mask. I couldn't remember if the raptor at the beginning of Jurassic Park had a muzzle on or not, no. or if he was. Well, just I mean, in... no, because it was eating somebody. Right. I couldn't remember if like he took he was because I knew he was in the cage, and then I couldn't remember if he he took the mask like the muzzle the mask he took the muzzle off and then ate ate the guy and he was yelling shooter and all that stuff. Anyway. I was trying to find a way to connect it to Star Trek. Um, yeah. You know, like in the opening scene of Wrath of Khan, Khan is wearing a mask, but then he, he doesn't wear it for the rest of the movie. So I thought, eh, I'm not going to try to fight on that hill. So um, anyway, there you go. The time for, uh, oh, soundtrack grade. I'm going to start doing this again. Soundtrack grade. Um, I don't remember the soundtrack other than <laughs> the opening and the ending credits. And it's very horror-ish. It reminds me a lot of um, something. Crap. <laughs> Did you say it's very horror-ish? No. Was it, was it Psycho? Cause, cause the psycho, is... yes. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me of the Psycho. The, the melody. The da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yes. Thank you. Psycho. It's good though. It's a good score. I think it's good. It yes, um, it, it it blends well. It it doesn't overly intrude itself in in yeah. the scenes. And and again, Sam and and we 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 watch the Halloween movies because we're going to be on a podcast whose sole mission is to analyze the film scores of movies, and yeah. we watch the Halloween movie, which has one piece of music. Um, yeah, technically two over. And over. But they play that carpenter. I had forgotten how much they play that <laughs> carpenter piece, that piano pit. Yeah. Just yeah. so much. I was I mean <laughs> it was stuck in my head, you know, yeah. for hours afterwards. I had to play something else just to get anyway. Time to get <laughs> Time for Sean to cough and mute himself. Yeah. yeah. Awkward sounds was brought to you by Dry Throat. Um that also can't be taken out of context. Uh, out of 10, here we go. I play this clip here. Um, 
crap, where is it? Here it is. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where we give the score, this movie a score from 0 to 10. And I will start with Matt. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. All right. <laughs> ten. The man likes it. That's all right. Nice. Uh, all right. Andrew. IMDb puts it at a 6.8. I'm going to have to go above that quite a bit. Um, this is something that I want to see again. I, I feel like now that I know that there's some things that I missed for sure, I want to go back and watch it again um, just from our conversation. So, uh, and it, it's something that I probably will watch, you know, several times. Um, so I'm going to give it a, let's say a eight. Uh, yeah, I'll go higher than seven. I'll say an 8.2. All right. Uh, by the way, I cheated out a couple of people. Um, I wanted to give mention uh, because uh, on Twitter we I did get some response to our top three. Uh, our good friend Jesse, who was on the show a few weeks ago, uh, said uh, Michael Myers, the Dread Pirate, Dread Pirate Roberts. Oh, okay. And the Winter Soldier. And Cameron from the Green Shirt uh, podcast, who was on for our Willow and. Um, King Arthur movie, he said The Predator, Darth Vader, and Lord Humongous from the Road Warrior movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so those those two guys, thanks for uh, for doing that. And uh, I have one more shout-out, but I'm going to do that a little bit later on the episode. Uh, Sam. Hi. Uh, your score you of out of Oh, 10. my score, my score. <laughs> you know, going into this um, tonight, I, I would have been sub-5. I And I think uh, Andrew and Matt might have kind of convinced me this is maybe worth another look with a better attitude. Um, and especially with the the interlocking storylines, maybe I just didn't pay enough attention to, to, to... I mean, I realized it was happening, but I wasn't realizing the extent to what it was happening. So um, I'm going to give it... I, I, I'll, I'll give it a 6.42 out of 10. But you guys pushed it up at least two points, if not more, in my mind. <laughs> That's what I can get. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm actually kind of with Sam in that point that I um, stop it. <laughs> I know it's it's a little weird, but I, I mean, we we have the text messages to prove it. I did not want to watch this movie, and <laughs> I was I was I was a little bit of and and Andrew's kind of called me out a few weeks ago when we did um, Suicide Squad where I was kind of predisposed to not wanting to watch that or not wanting to like that movie, even though I end up really liking it a lot, uh, just because it has the name DC in front of it. I just assumed it's going to be terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't assume that this was going to be bad. I just didn't like it because I, I didn't like it the first time I saw it. And uh, But this time I watched it, I think I appreciated what the movie is doing and what it is as a, as a movie and the craft and stuff. I still don't really like it that much. I don't think it's particularly entertaining because I don't like these types of things. I don't like these types of movies. I don't usually find joy in the suffering of others, even if they totally deserve it. Um, except Leslie Bibb. She didn't really deserve it. She just, just she's a bad wife. And But you know, whatever, just go upstairs and watch porn. No, she's, husband. yeah, she's a good wife. She just, yeah, just yeah. Yeah, but anyway, whatever. I spent more time on her than I think I ever meant to. Um, 
<laughs> anyway, that's what he said. I, yeah, that's what her husband said, or didn't get to say because she died. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a five, just a five. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't really like it, but it's not bad. It's a good movie, I think. I think it's a good movie. It's a well-made movie. <laughs> it's a well-made movie. I don't know. I, I'm, my emotions on this are so weird. It is very, if, if anything, it's pretty. It is a pretty movie. Yeah. It sounds yeah. great. You know, they, they did well with the, uh, you know, cinematography. The, 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 the photography aspect of it was, yeah. was gorgeous. Definitely. And again, and, and, and even the werewolves, it looked terrible. I didn't, it didn't bother me. I kind of was just along for the ride at that point. I thought, I mean, the werewolf scene, just the werewolf scene alone, that five minutes of filmmaking was better than the entire movie of We Summon the Darkness. Yes. Yes, <laughs> just completely agree. Just saying that movie was terrible. Um, and, and real quick, I like to, to to back up or back up somewhat. I think it was Sam that mentioned it earlier to where if he watched it with a group of people, he would have liked it more. Yeah, and 100% with agree with that statement, especially especially. And I could be biased on this when it comes to the horror genre, to where, and for any movie that matter, especially after last year with COVID, <laughs> where people just marathon movies. Yeah, I've listened to many podcasts where they'll watch movies and they realize, you know, movies are better with other people. They yeah. feel, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I think that's something with horror too, to where there's so many B-rated bad horror movies to where they call them sometimes party movies, to where you have a party, you're hanging out with people, you just throw it on the background, and it's, you, you look at it once more, like, like what the is this on the TV? Like, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's literally one of those to where it's, it's almost so festive and Halloween spirited to where I think if you, if you rewatch it again, watch it during the last week of October or something. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and see how you feel then about it. And that, that's just my, my advice to it. Cause it's not like you're going to watch us a wonderful life in July, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Unless you really need to. Unless you really need a, like a good pick me up or something. Yeah. 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 And that's that's a good point. And and your environment can have something to do with it too. You know. I mean, I know Andrew. You know, mentioned that he was watching this while he's cooking dinner. But he's in a house at you know by himself, kind of at night. You're kind of in the right you know frame of mind. I have to watch these movies either during my lunch break at work or. Um, in my office because I pull, you know, I have to pull clips and have to take notes. So, I mean, it's not like I can get in the right, fully right frame of mood or mind where I can watch it on a TV and be under a blanket with all the lights off. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't, I don't really get the full experience because of the show. Um, and sometimes I do, but, um, but then there's, there's other times. I lit a candle and everything. Yeah. But I mean, there's some movies yeah. like when I watched Train to Busan, I knew that movie was going to kind of freak me out a little bit. So I made sure that I was in a well lit room. <laughs> Just be honest. <laughs> I knew that movie was going to get me a couple of jump scares. Um, hey, hey, have a have a box of tissues too. Whoever's listening, oh, watch that. Absolutely. Train to Busan. Yeah. That, that yeah, movie, unexpected box. Oh yeah. yeah. So good. It was so good. I had Maybe no idea how good that was going to be. Yeah. We were all just blown away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Best, I mean, I don't know. It might be my favorite zombie movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Just, anyway. Uh, my score is a five. There you go. Uh, I said that. Time for the last thing on our list is the quote game. So I'm going to say... That's gross. Thank you. Uh, 
Thanks, Steve Rogers. <laughs> this quote, again, I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. This is the quote game for you listening at home. This is for you to participate. Uh, I say the quote, if you message me on Twitter or you message me on Facebook or you send an email to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com with the movie and character who says the line, uh, I will pick a winner and mail you some stickers. And I just got some brand new stickers, and Sam and I and Andrew uh, and I are in the process of designing some new merch. We're going to have merch soon, guys. Seriously, merch. I'm excited. This is cool. I'm very excited for this. After seven years, uh, we're going to... But we're not allowed to wear our own merch. I yeah, and I, I actually fought... I fought to call it swag, but I was overruled. Hey, won the merch like an actual chair seat. <laughs> yeah, we actually <laughs> that would be awesome. Local, uh, we went to the local Lee store and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, found a brown chair. Yep. We'll drop it off pop. on your porch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, there was a sign out front that said "free" on the yard. <laughs> yep. It's been there through, through through a few rainstorms, but it's still you can still sit on it. Pretty sure mice are living inside of it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, this is the quote game. So here you go. Wanting people to listen, you can't just tap them on the shoulder anymore. You have to hit them with a sledgehammer, and then you'll notice you've got their strict attention. Ooh, I don't huh. know this. One. I don't know that one. I yeah. didn't know it either, but. I do now because I, I, I looked it up by accident. So anyway, I know that sounds weird, so, but I, I know what it is, but I would never have known it. But I've only seen that movie once. So if you know what it is, that. feel free. It's a horror film, I think. I think it can eyes be wide shot. in this genre. No, it's not Eyes Wide Shot. <laughs> I don't think that's a horror Vanilla movie. Sky. Uh, again, no. <laughs> Tom Cruise <laughs> is not anywhere near this movie. I think he said oh, he said horror. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh. That's it. Matt, thank you so much for coming on. And this was a lot of fun. And I don't think we really said this before. Uh, Matt was a student of Andrew's some time ago. And let's see how long. Uh, you know, 80s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Matt also is a cinematographer. You work uh, in the camera oh, wow. and grip electrical uh, department uh, on some projects. If you are willing and able to, if. Marvel will let you. Tell us what you're working on. Uh, well, r r at the moment, it's not Marvel, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I uh, earlier this year did reshoots on Loki, then worked on Hawkeye for a few months, which will come out in November on Disney Plus, and then um, She-Hulk on and off. But right now, we just started work on a show called The Game, which will debut on Paramount Plus when it comes out. Uh, cool. Yeah. Is that anything like the movie The Game? No, it's actually a reboot of another show called The Game, which was, I think, 2006 through 2015. It's okay. like a it's drama about uh, NFL players and the women. They oh, think. okay. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, and I, then also do indie projects on the side. So sure. we, got, we actually just got done shooting a Christmas comedy horror movie called Where Deer. <laughs> nice. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see some of that uh, <laughs> advertising in the near future. Well, yeah. I'll say if, if they're ever streaming, let us know and we'll we'll yeah. have you back on and we'll we'll talk about it and get for, some for sure. Yeah, yeah, insight uh, for sure. Yeah, 
Will do. So I, I have to ask the question that I don't know if anybody else wants to ask, but I'm going to ask. So when you were doing Hawkeye, so that means you were there with Jeremy Renner. Is he like you're making well, your face? Not necessarily. Were you were you B B or uh, like? No, that? I was rigging. I'm I'm mostly doing rigging crew, so okay. uh, we're there rigging the sets, getting everything set up, and, and sometimes we're we're leaving as the first unit crew comes in. Uh, sometimes I'll do first unit when we're filming, um, but no, normally rigging is there to rig before they show up to film, and sure. we did rig after they film. Uh, I did see Tom Hilson though um, on Loki. Oh, Loki, yeah. Yeah, briefly. So, I love Loki. That was an amazing, amazing yeah, it was. series. That was so much fun. Well, especially with Marvel too, is to where they're the the last ones to show up. They're in and out just like that, obviously for you know obvious reasons. So, mm-hmm. it, if you're not there to see them, you're probably not going to see them. Huh. Top top secret. So many NDAs. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, cool. they don't want to. They don't want people hearing what the script. You know. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, no, they don't. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it? Um, Owen Wilson didn't he get a, a, a strike one message, a text message when he mentioned he had a was wearing a mustache in the show. Yeah, they uh, they actually said something about they would explode the chip in the back of his neck if he did it again. Suicide Squad. They they got that. Yeah. Off. Yeah. All the all the Marvel <laughs> folks. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because like so we just had the um uh, as we were after we since we recorded this episode the the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer has dropped and yeah. and of course the uh you know it was leaked earlier that day and um you know somebody probably getting sued over that but and Sony was doing the best they can to like remove it from the internet as, as you know the best they can. Um, it was then, like a bad bootleg too. If I it was, yeah. There was like there was no VFX or nothing. I mean, it looked, it looked. I didn't watch it because I didn't want to. Like I didn't want to be yeah. perpetuating the whatever because I knew that the real trailer was going to happen pretty soon, and then it dropped literally that that afternoon. It was. It dropped on eight twenty three, right? Yeah. Go go back and watch Wandavision. Yeah, Wandavision. They make reference to and, that, so. and they make reference to eight twenty three. Yeah. yeah, it's like circled huh. on a calendar. So one of the other podcasts I listened to, they, they brought that up and the guy that's like the, the insider, they're like, is that, is that a thing? And he was like, honestly, I think it's just pure coincidence. Like, <laughs> like really? There's like, no such, there is no such thing in Marvel. Yeah. Right I now. feel like a thing that Marvel would do a coincidence on. He's like, yeah, that's probably like the production manager's birthday or something. So <laughs> that's the thing about working in this industry too, to where, as much as they, they keep the story and the script secret, like when you're working on a stage or a set, you're like, okay, so this is the sanctum Doctor Strange. Like, we know he's going to be in this movie now. So it's like, all right, that's yeah. like, so sometimes it kind of sucks. So I try to work and I try not to look into it too much. Just yeah. try, okay, this is going to be in this movie, but that's all I want to know. It's, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure you don't want to be, you're probably a fan, right? You're a fan too. You don't want to be spoiled. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Because I think, like, uh, when Infinity War was released, or Endgame, I think Robert Downey Jr. was the only actor to have the actual full, real script. Like, even the other actors only got, like, either their parts or fake scenes or something. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I've never really thought about it that way, but I guess people that work in the, the industry, they don't, you don't, 
it's not a full surprise to you. Oh, especially the camera guys, because they're right there in front of them. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and they see it over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, it'd still be... that like when So they filmed Iron Man 3 here in Wilmington. I say here, it's a couple hours east of where I am, but they filmed uh, most of it in Wilmington. And I had a couple of friends that were on that set, and I I was literally texting them, like, how can you get me on set for just a day? Yeah. You know, I, I'll be a PA. I can be, a, you know, a, a, a grip. Like, whatever you need, I just want to be on set. And both of them were like, hey, man, I can't. You know, it's Marvel, man. I can't. And I'm like, yeah. I just, you know, I can be craft services assistant. Like, what do you need me to do, man? And they're like, we can't. So. I can take out the trash, man. Yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> I just I just want to be on set. I don't, I'm not saying I want to meet Robert Downey Jr. I just want to be on a set. Just to yeah. see it, you know, like just to experience it. That's that's kind of a bucket list thing, and I think uh, I missed my opportunity. That's okay. Hey man, you're still young. Uh, thank you yeah. for saying that. That's a lie, but I appreciate you saying that. Um, <laughs> he didn't say it about Sam. No, well, he can't no. see Sam. He has no idea <laughs> no. That, that Sam is. No, I I exist in a time before video. <laughs> Well, I, I seriously, I had a lot of fun, guys. Thank you for bringing me on and everything, and and I'd love to do it again down the road if if you have me back. Absolutely, um, absolutely, yeah. it's been a blast. Uh, Glad you could join us. Yeah. So before I completely wrap this out, I just want to give one big shout out. I don't really do shout outs very often on the show, other than to people that are physically here or participate. But I want to give a shout out to a good. Um, uh, she's a listener. Uh, she's a fan. Her name is Rosie. Uh, I met Rosie through the. Sudden But Inevitable podcast. She's a brown coat. She is a, a Firefly fan, true and true. She is such a big fan of Firefly. She was able to, when the show was on and they had the message boards, she was able to use her kind of context to the message board. She's in the movie Serenity. She is in the movie um, as, oh, an, wow. as, an, as an extra. And through her contacts, uh, the, the guys over at Sudden But Inevitable were able to interview Adam Baldwin. Um, from from sudden or from Serenity and Firefly, so Rosie messages me today on Twitter and says, "Hey, I really like your movies. I really like your show, and I really, really need you to review episodes four, five, and six of Star Wars because you've done one, two, three, and seven, eight, nine. I need you to finish the series. It's driving me crazy." And I'm like, you know what? We weren't planning on doing it, but because you asked, I will absolutely do it. We were absolutely do because you asked, and she's a listener, and she's amazing. So, Rosie, uh, thank you so much for, for listening. Um, I don't know if she's going to listen to this episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell her that I'm giving her the shout-out so she'll listen. But And then she'll have to wait till the entire episode. She'll yeah. wait two hours into this thing and um, then be like, oh, there I am. Yeah, well, that's the way it goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I said, um, you know, I also asked her to give me a list of movies that she would like us to do. So I have a nice long list of movies that she wants us to cover. So we've got some stuff going forward. So uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to Sam or Andrew about this at all. But I would think that before Christmas, we're going to find a way to do episodes four, five, and six. Um, because, well, because she wants us to. And that's what matters. So... Be like Rosie and send me a message and request stuff and we will do it because we want to do movies that you want us to do. That's kind of the way this works. Well, um, you definitely get more requests from me, that's for sure. Awesome. 
I sorry, you might correct that. Did you say we won't be getting more requests from you, or we will be getting more? Yeah, I'm, I'm, after this, I'm done. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, man. Sure. Yeah, because I I'm, I'm gonna go listen to more. But the the two I listened to before tonight was UHF and The Conjuring. Oh, nice. And, oh, The Conjuring. Uh, was so I good. remember hearing here for you, Sean, that the horror was your least favorite genre. So I was curious about the night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's but fine. The Conjuring. Oh, hold that was a that was a good scary. that was a good yeah. scary movie. Yeah, that's so good. That's okay, uh, Matt. Andrew's wife uh, put in a request years ago, and I don't remember what it was, but I remember we all hated it so much. And <laughs> yeah, do you remember what it, it was? was? Uh, yeah, it was the uh, oh Beauty uh, and the Beast or no? Um, no, 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 no. It no. wasn't it's, that one. It was about oh gosh. I had it in my in my head and I can't think of it. It, it was about the girl that uh, it, it was an girl? axe. Uh, oh, Final Girl. Final Girl. Was it Final Girl? Was it? Final. No. <laughs> no. Oh, gosh, dang it. I can't remember now. There's, it was bad. Yeah, there's got to be a way I can look back and I don't know. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, the um. Uh, trying to think the one that you're thinking of and uh, sam the sleeping the, the curse of sleeping beauty that yeah. was a co-worker of mine uh, back when i was at the university oh uh, okay yeah okay. um she made us watch that terrible movie mm-hmm. anyway yeah it was final girl yeah final girl nice all right abigail Island. yeah yeah that's a bad movie it is go uh matt you should go you should go watch it yeah I don't do. not yet actually do what I haven't seen that one yet, actually. So yeah, it's it's, it's, it's kind of terrible. <laughs> According to us, it's a bad movie. Who knows? Yeah, maybe people like it. I'm sure Abigail loves it, but I don't think it's just. I don't know. Go listen to our review, episode 126, Final Girl. Six. Yeah, we'll do 126. That was a long time ago. Just for just for uh, some context on our part, uh, we gave it a score of 2.61. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an average. Yeah, that's our average. Uh, Andrew gave it a 2.5. Um, I think Corny would have been our fourth. He gave it a 5.5. Sam gave it a 0. 0.1. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I gave yeah. it a 2.3. So, yeah. 2.61. <laughs> there you go. All right. The, it's time to, 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 to stop recording because uh, I'm going to uh, run out of tape. Uh, this is uh, Thank you for listening to Cheap Sea Reviews. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Google Play, YouTube. We're on Good Pods now. Also, if that's how you want to listen to us, that's fine. Uh, there are just way too many ways to listen to podcasts right now. iTunes, I think, is still kind of the the biggest and the best. Uh, leaves review there. That'll be great. Um, also, uh, uh, congratulations, guys. Uh, according to Chartable.com, we are the ten thousandth, exactly the ten thousandth best podcast in the world. So. Woo-hoo! And they said we'd never make it. I thought that was kind of cool, just the fact that it was exactly ten thousandth. Um, right? We are so close to being in the four digits. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I just thought it was. I mean, there are there are millions We're right of up podcasts. there with Dak Shepard. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 right. There are so many podcasts out there. The fact that we're the ten thousandth is actually kind of neat. That we're yeah. even charting, um, so I, that's actually kind of neat. So congratulations to the three of us. Uh, I think all that really means is that we've been doing this a long time. I think this kind of, again, qual, qual, was it quantity over quality. That's our model. There we go. Uh, speaking of all those old episodes, cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com is how you can find them. 
go back and listen to all 359 episodes. Uh, Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews at Cheap Seat Cast is our Twitter. Uh, we're on Instagram as well. I occasionally post that stuff there. Um, Matt, do you want people to know your social media stuff or no? Totally up to you. Uh, I, no, that's fine. I really don't have much of a social media. All right. Well, go go, oh. go. do search for uh, uh, Matt Kaiser on IMDb and be jealous yeah. of all the cool yes. things that he works on. I do have that. And then if they want to follow me on Instagram at least, it's I don't remember my Instagram. Uh, M.A. Kaiser 75. There you go. So go do that. Go do those things. Help him out. Get some get some follows up. That's going to do it for the show. On behalf of Andrew, is there anything I'm missing? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Is there anything? Nope. Andrew, you did read do the read, right? You mean to do it again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what was this movie we just talked about for two hours. Uh, on behalf of Andrew, Matt, and Sean, this is, uh, no, Andrew, Matt, and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) This is Cheap Seat Reviews.